Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome back to 49 Unbeaten, the official Arsenal Rabble podcast. I'm once again joined by Dan and Ben. Uh, it's been a while, uh, sort of changing fortune since we've last recorded. It's been a bit more enjoyable than the first few games of the season, Dan. Yeah, yeah, it has been. Um, we, we started off this season and it's just been, it was, well, three defeats on the trot. And then um, we've had a couple of wins and most recently a draw against Brighton. But um it's been it's been a bit of a roller coaster of emotion so far this season. Um, uh, obviously, myself and Ben were both at the North London derby. That was that was one hell of an experience. Um, and yeah, it's just been great seeing the Arsenal back and um, really enjoyed um, really enjoyed seeing some victories and a bit more of an identity around the football club. So what we're going to do today, we're going to sort of sit down between the three of us. We're going to come up with our best team of the Emirates era. But quite a, sort of similar to what we did with our 1 to 11s, but this is going to be one big team that we all agree on. We don't have to do the personal aspect of it, it's just the best players that we think we have had during our time at the Emirates. So, natural place to start in goal. Um, I don't know, I've gone for Petr Cech on this one, I think has been the best keeper we've had. I, it was a toss up between him and um, Chesney. I've gone for Czech. Um, Dan, who have, you, who have you opted for in goal? Um, I don't know about that one. I would have probably, as much as it's not been brilliant recent, I think Leno's been our best goalkeeper, well-rounded goalkeeper since he he joined us. I think Petr Cech was a little bit suspect in moments for me personally. Um, but I don't know about Shez. I don't know, Ben, what do you think on this one? Um, is it... Is it too early to put in Ramsdale? <laughs> <laughs> maybe just a little bit too early. Yeah, maybe just a little bit too um, early. 
know, all the goalies have been a bit shoddy, haven't they? Um, I think it's one of the nice things about Ramsdale is the fact we're not expecting a clangor from him every five minutes, which is reassuring. Um, but it's difficult because Scherzner always had slightly less to do than maybe Leno's had. Mm. Um, and he was, Scherzner was very, very good for a couple of seasons um, before sort of dropping off a cliff. So it's, I, I don't know, I wouldn't put check anywhere near it personally. Um, no, but, I wouldn't either. I'd probably, I'd probably go for Shoshini. Maybe, maybe just because I've had enough time to, like, um, forget his mistakes as many as he made. Fair. So we've, we've sort of gone for three different ones. We sort of need to come, come to a conclusion. If you've both definitely ruled out Czech, I'm happy to concede on that one. Um, well, you said Chesney and Ben said Chesney, so let's yeah. let's just go for Chesney in our in our eleven. Yeah, perfect. So I think Wojciech Chesney is our best goalkeeper of the Emirates era. I didn't think I'd be saying that. Um, <laughs> what, um, <laughs> what formation are we going for? I've I've gone for a four-three-three, four-two-three. What three? What? Uh, yeah, I've gone for three midfielders, sort of two holding and a cam, and then three forwards. Okay, so a four-two-three-one style. Four. Yeah, four-two-three-one. I think sort of will work. Okay. Um, into defence. Um, I struggled on right back, to be perfectly honest. I had two in mind. I had Bakary Sanya and Emmanuel Obue. Um I settled on Bakary Sanya. Ultimately, I just thought, you look at some of the others we've had and it's it's not been great. Um, so for me, it's Sanya. Ben, who have you? I, 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 feel, I feel it's a bit disgraceful, really, for you to put Emmanuel Obue and Bakary Sanya in the same sentence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd say I'd say, I'd say Bellerin over Abue in some ways. I'd, I'd have Sanya over a lot of them. Yeah, um, I'd have Sanya. I'd have Sanya. I think Sanya's our best right back, but I think Bellerin was probably better than Abue was. I, I don't know. I just I liked Abue. As in, not not Bellerin, not Bellerin yeah. now, but Bellerin in his prime years. Yeah, was no, true. A very good right back. So we've had what three weeks off, and you're still coming out with just rogue people that you love. <laughs> Rob Holding and Emmanuel Abue down are we, the right side. Are we going, are we going for defense. Sanya then? Are we all, all agreed on, <laughs> agree on Sanya? Yeah, Sakali Banya, yeah. Pretty obvious that one. Um, Centre halves. Dan, let's kick us off. Who, who have you gone for? Who have you won your first centre back? Who have you gone for? So oh, it's difficult because I mean, you've got to have Kashoni in there. I think just because, don't give me that look. <laughs> you've got to have Kishone, you've got to have Kishone in there. I think just because of what he did for the club, and if you take out the way that he left, he probably would have been looked and sought after a lot in a higher regard than what he is. But because of the way he left and what happened, it was just a bit unfortunate in the end. Um, I, yeah, so I'd have to say Kishone, and I think my other one would be Vermalin if you're talking the highest quality two centre-backs we've had. I mean, there's I mean, there's arguments to say some other people could be in there. Um, like, I don't know, some people might include Murtasaka just from a couple individual performances, but I'd probably say Kashoni and Vermaelen because that was a very solid partnership as well. Ben, have you, have you also gone for Lauren Kashoni or have you gone have you gone the Murtasaka route? Or someone rogue? I was actually thinking Kolo Tura at one point, um, but I think... He probably had the the worst part of his career at the Emirates, from what I remember. Um, so I'd I'd probably definitely say Kashoni. Um, 
maybe, maybe just as much for his rogue goals that he'd come up with. I remember him scoring an overhead kick against Southampton. Yeah. Um, that's one of my personal favourites. Um, and yeah, I think I think Mertesack is a good shout. I think Vermaal is a very good shout. Um, Vermaal and I always remember being far better taking free kicks from 25 yards than he was at actually defending. Um I definitely have Kashoni in there, and then the other one I think I'd open up to the floor. Well, I didn't go for Kashoni, but you both have, so I think Shock. the team. He's definitely going to put someone like Mustafi in there. No, no, no. I went for Mertesacker and Vermaelen. Mertesacker and Vermaelen. Okay. I, saw, okay. I always was sort of on the Vermaelen side of the debate. Sort okay. Of came to him because I always preferred him. Yeah. Um, I think I remember the sort of the game at Stoke. He, he scored after Ramsey broke his leg, and he sort of slapped his like thigh just to like. There was that sort of thing. Um, and then Mertesacker, just the goals, sort of important goals. I think, sort of, I think the, was it Wigan in the semi-final? You sort of scored, or Hull. There was, there was those sort of games he always seemed to pop up. And it's a like man and match performance against Chelsea after that season being injured. But I can't, I can't look past the mistakes. Because only mistakes resonate with me more than everything else. Like the, I watched, I was shown the clip of the 2011 Carling Cup final again. I just watch, watching it again, sort of just seeing how it transpired. Mm. The Atletico Madrid game, for me, for me sort of... Yeah, the Europa League semi-final when yeah, we played Madrid. That was when he tried to he, flick he let, it over his head. He, yeah, he kicked over his head and let Griezmann through and it sort of, like last, end, end of the game, you think if he mm. hadn't done that, we'd have gone to the final and he'd have been playing like Benfica or something, we probably would have won it. Um, so I, I went for Mertesacker and Vermaelen. You've both gone with Koscielny. So I think I think it's only fair he goes in. And then we've all said Vermaelen. What, Koscielny and Vermaelen, I think? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and then left back is pretty obvious. Well, it's not actually. I think there's, there's sort of two real contenders um, here. I think it's clear for me, I think we might hear another name from one of you. Uh, I know it's early. I've, I've gone Kieran Tierney. I think far and away the best left back. He was had. definitely not the name I thought you were going to say, or either of the names I thought you were going to say. I mean, the oh, other contender I'm sure would have been Monreal. One of you would have would have. What about Gail Cliche as well? Ah, okay. No, okay, fair, fair. Gail Cliche's good shout. I completely oh. forgot about. Oh, if Gale if you're going for, um, like most talented eleven, I think. Gail Clichy's probably there, but I think in terms of how much here and Tierney resonates with the Arsenal fans and the way that he plays and, you know, what he does for the team, I think he's probably up there as well. Um, mm. And then Monreal was just always a solid six out of ten, wasn't he? Honourable mention to Ainsley Maitland-Niles at left wing back as well. <laughs> um, I don't know, Clichy's a good shout. I, was he sort of prime in era, sort of that sort of team with if you're putting Sanya in there, you've got to put Clichy in there, realistically. Yeah. Yeah. I think if, if you compare them based on pure talent, is it Clichy over TNE, just based on raw, raw, raw ability rather than sort of how much the fans love them? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, well, in terms yeah. of ability, I put Clichy in there. Yeah, Clichy completes our defence, uh, which leaves us with Chesney, Sanya, Koscielny, Vermaelen and Clichy, which I think is quite a solid... The Fed put together probably a better team than Wenger has over <laughs> over his time at the Emirates. Um, who are we going for in holding midfield? So I think this is this is where it's going to be 
I think we'll have quite a few different different names banded around. I think we might all say one, and then the other might be a bit more bit more of a debate. Um, if you, if all... you bring up someone like Matthew Flamini, Josh, <laughs> like... no. have we all gone for Santi Cazorla? Yeah, yeah, you've got to have Santi in there. Uh, yeah, um, I think far and away one of the most technically gifted players I think any of us would have seen mm. live. Um, and then so Santi Cazorla's in. We love him, and he's brilliant. Who's your other midfielder? Are we doing a four-two-three-one? You said sorry, yeah. Yeah, I've gone four-two-three-one. Cesc yeah, Fabregas. Yeah, yeah. Cesc Fabregas. No, no more needs to be said. I'm sorry. Because you mentioned Aaron Ramsey, I think, before we came on. Fabregas was yeah. levels above Ramsey. Fabregas. Ramsey's Ramsey's my guy, but Fabregas. Problem is, is levels above. I'd say I'd say there's probably three you're looking at. Um, but just Fabregas, Fabregas was so much better because he played. But if you're looking at raw talent, which is the question I was about to ask you, you've got, I'd throw Jack Wilshire in there and I'd throw Abu Diaby in there. <laughs> Even though Diaby played about two games a season. Um, he was absolutely unbelievable. He was so good. I I went Santi and Sesk. I think yeah. naturally they were the best two. But I mean, it would do terribly, but it's, <laughs> it sounds great. <laughs> Very attacking. But... Um, I think based on just natural, like the best players, I think. Well, Wenger used to play that, didn't he? He never used to, he didn't really like a typical DM. Um, yeah. Well, after Vieira left, we didn't really replace him. Well, Fabregas was Vieira's replacement. We had, we had Danielson in there for a bit. We had uh, I liked uh, Alex Song. And then DRB was, DRB was supposed to be that style of player, but we, yeah. a, a lot of the time, we just settled for two more kind of forward thinking players, I guess, which people would always say was our downfall and we never actually went out to invest in a an actual DM as such. And yeah, people yeah. thought we were buying a DM when we got Partey, but Partey's not not a DM really, is he? No, I think we, we've had some good central midfielders in our time, but not that we've never had that Vieira replacement at the Emirates, have we? We've never really had that that guy. Um, so Santi and Sesk, I think we're all in agreement there. I think we've yeah. got some good honourable mentions in, in Jack and Aaron. And I did like Diaby as well. I don't think we never got to see him enough to warrant a place there. Um, attacking midfield again. I'm pretty sure we all would agree on this one. I mean, do we count? I mean, Burkamp did have a testimonial at the Emirates, so he's played at the Emirates. <laughs> <laughs> um, if he counts, he's in. If he doesn't count, it's Urzel. It's Urzel, no, we, we can't count Dennis Burkamp. I mean, I would I would say Meza Urzel just. Yeah. I think you guys would probably agree with me on that one. Yeah, I've got I've got Ozil in there. Ben? Ben. Yeah, no, yeah. 100%. Um, some of the stuff he could do with the ball was insane. Yeah. yeah. And that game against Leicester, sort of, he dominated that game a couple of years ago. That was a shame. That was a shame. That was a brilliant performance from him, but that was kind of the last time you could actually look back and think the last time as Ozil grabbed a game by the scruff of the neck and yeah. as in from his Arsenal playing days, I think you could say. Yeah, it's a real shame because he, he was so good. Just inconsistency ruined his career, unfortunately. But honestly, special player, special, special player. Very, yeah. Just brilliant and pleasure to have been able to see him live. Um, our attacking three, attacking sort of our wingers will start off. Um, who are you going for on the right, Ben? Um, it's I, I think it's, if you're talking raw skill I think that Theo Walcott probably gets overlooked um, yeah. I thought he was brilliant and he, he you know 
he was a really, really good Arsenal player. But when you've got players like Haaland, Vizitsky, uh that that you know probably I'd go for Haaland personally. Over Theo Walcott. Uh, over Theo Walcott. I think that just as a as a player, he was better. I don't necessarily think that, you know, he obviously didn't stay as long and didn't have as much impact. But I think if you're talking purely as raw talent, I think Haleb was a really, really, really good player. And I think I'll probably end up doing what Arsene Wenger used to do, which is play about five attacking midfielders um, in this team. So I'm sorry in advance. Um, Dan, have you have you gone for Haleb, Rosicki, Walcott, or have you got another rogue mention in there? I mean, Pepe's just got to be it, though. Um, <laughs> I, no, I was going to say, I was going to say Rosicki. Um, okay. I mean, yeah, there was, um, well, Little Mozart, what a player, special player. Um, underappreciated as well, I think. But um, yeah, um, I can't was say... Injured, wasn't he? Yeah, unfortunately, I can't say I'm, Haleb was a player. I kn- obviously, I knew who he was, but I can't say I, I've known too much about him um, in that situation. So, yeah, I think Walcott as well, another player that was inconsistent throughout his time at Arsenal, hit some very high heights at a young age, but um, unfortunately, never really fully realised his potential, I don't think. Um, but yeah, I'd say probably Rosicky on that right-hand side. So, interestingly, I've gone for Theo Walcott. On the yeah. right, so we've all sort of. So I think, if, yeah, this this is where the distinction is, though, isn't it? If you're talking about the best players to have played at the Emirates for Arsenal, or you're talking about the players who did the most for Arsenal in during the Emirates era, because Theo Walcott obviously did far more than Halev and Rosic did for yeah, Arsenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He scored a hundred goals for the club. Um, he was he was one of our first hundred thousand pound a week players, wasn't he? Probably yeah. back in the day, because we broke our wage structure for him. Um, so he's he's one of those players that yeah, I think it's underrated, but I don't think technically he was as good as like Haleb, for example. So it's a tricky one for me because I was well, as of growing up as a fan, I was never the biggest fan of Rosicki. I sort of I preferred other players. And you look back now at some of the stuff he did, he was like that's that goal in Spurs, really like fourth minute or something stupid, wasn't it? Mm. Rocket, and I think he was really good. And I've only got I've got one memory of Haleb. He scored our third. I forgot against. I forgot who it was against Bolton or something. And sort of we won three one that game. And I sort of remember just cheering that he because I thought I, he scored the winner because it was our last goal when I was young. And I didn't really understand like it. So I've got a good memory of Haleb and Rosicki. Um, I don't know. I it's a tricky one, isn't it? Because we've all got someone different. Um, is it between the two? Are we going to cut Theo out of the equation and decide between? I think it's uh, between. I think it's between Walcott and Rosicky. Depends which one. If you let's, I'd say because of what he's done for the club, I'd say you'd, you'd put Theo Walcott in there. Um, but I yeah. think technically Rosicky or Rosicky was a was a better player. But from what Walcott did for us and. At a very young age, he was a very, very good player. He's just, I love a sad story where he never, he kind of peaked early, I think you could say, with uh, Walcott. But I think we'd put, I think we should put Theo Walcott in there just because of what he's done for Arsenal in the, in the era. Is he still playing? Is he still he's at Southampton? He's at, he's at Southampton still, yeah. He signed on free this summer, didn't he? He's still at Southampton, yeah. Um, all right. I, I mean, I don't want to press it. Like, if, if we think uh, Rosicki's a better technical player, I'm, ha- I'm more than happy to put him in. No, let's put let's put Theo. No, I'll take Walcott. I'll take yeah. Walcott. Yeah. Okay. But what he's done for the club. Um 
on the other side, I don't think there's I any. I have a feeling we're going to get three different names here as well. Oh, do you? Who have you gone for? I've gone for Alexis Sanchez. Okay. On the left. And who have you gone for? Uh, I, I hadn't, or I'd honestly come into this with another one of those. I don't know whether to go for Sami Nasri or Andre Arshman. <laughs> Arshman, it was. Okay. He was no, so I'm good sorry. For I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You have to overrule this. Alexis Sanchez was one of, if not the best players of the Emirates. Yes. Yeah, pro- problem is, I put him up front. Would oh. you? Oh, okay. Because yeah. in that season where he 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 scored a lot of goals, it was yeah, Arsene Wenger put him in the te- in the, the position up front. Well, he he bagged so many goals and assists that season. He was un- unbelievable. Um, I, I genuinely think he is maybe one of the best, like top three players I've seen live. I've well, seen Alexis. Best. Yeah, he's. I mean, I was I was there that day with Patrick at West Ham. He's so good. He's so good. That third goal where he sits down the goalie is unbelievable. Yeah, he, honestly, I was sort of, I went wild. I was sort of, sort of near the West Ham fans. I went absolutely manic for that goal. It was incredible. Um, just some of the stuff he did with the football. And the, I know it ended on a sour note in the United reveal video and stuff. But when he was playing, whilst he was here, he was. Oh, it's not that. It's not that sour. He cost Man United loads. Did absolutely nothing, <laughs> and is now available on a free winter. <laughs> When, when, yeah, we, we could we could um, agree a pre-contract with him in January. So, but I don't know how I feel about bringing a thirty-three-year-old Alexis back. But I I feel like it would be like it would tarnish. Like we wouldn't do it, but it would tarnish that sort of legacy. Sort of that those three years, three and a half years, whatever it was, mm. so good. But but bringing a thirty-two-year-old William was fine. <laughs> no problem there. <laughs> Very true. You never you never know. Um, so, Alexis on the left, I think two of us have gone for. I think we need to know your striker, Ben. Oh, no, you've gone for Alexis at striker, haven't you? Okay. I'm happy to put Alexis on the left and then Aubameyang through the middle if that's what we're going for. Oh. Have you not gone for Aubameyang? No, I haven't. Yeah, Aubameyang yeah. through the middle. Ooh. You went, ooh. I mean, because I went... I, went I don't know. If we're talking best strikers... Robin Van Persie was the complete striker. I forgot. I did forget about him. I did honestly. I forgot honest, about so him. <laughs> Robin Van Persie was the complete striker. So now we're in an interesting. And despite what happened, this if this is Arsenal's best eleven from the Emirates era, you don't take into account how players left the club. Yeah. And Robin Van Persie. Well, right? Van Persie, I would. Best. I think he's the best striker. Is he best? So he's a much m- well. He's a much more well-rounded striker more than Bamiyang, isn't he? It's Bamiyang. like you put a Bamiyang's finishing with Lacazette's hold-up and build-up play, and you've basically got Van Persie in a way. I do forget how many great goals he scored. I was what I was sort of I was talking to Jake the other day. We we're talking about some of the best goals at the Emirates, mm. um, which I think it's a we'll come on to a, as a discussion point in a later episode. Um, and I had his goal against Barcelona up there. Just that that tight angle he scored that mm. half volley from the one against Charlton away. That was a ridiculous one against Chelsea. Yeah, you could oh, you could go on Spurs. You could I, go on, honestly. I think it's a great shout. I really you have to um, put Van Persie in there. I think the, the only other question is: Do we do we count Thierry Henry after his six months on loan? I mean, you no, you couldn't his, know his because prime, his prime was hybrid, wasn't it? I no. guess you could you could. You could put him in the conversation based off of 
how well he played in the Sinks of six month loan, but he wouldn't be oh, anywhere no, near no. as. No, so for me. Did, did he have I a think... season at the Emirates, though? Who, Henri? Yeah. Henri had six months at the Emirates six in 2012, didn't he? Because he rejoined. Six months. But did, when did. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, did he, did he join Barcelona in 06 or 07? Because I'm sure we, the Emirates was built in 06. Or did he just miss out on it? I have a feeling he had. Did he have one season? I'll look it up. I think he had a season, you know. But then, does was his was that one year? Does that make him like an Emirates generation player? Or I don't know. I don't think you can. I can. I don't think you can include him in that conversation. It's um, difficult, isn't it? Just because of how, if you're talking ultimate Arsenal eleven, well, I mean, we've done it with so many episodes. Thierry Henry's been. The striker in so many people's ultimate Arsenal eleven, but this is Emirates eleven. So he had he had one season, I think. He yeah, had the 06, 07 season. Then, uh, yeah, we moved yeah. in 06. Um, I think we still go for Van Persie. I, th- I think that's yep. a great shout. I I I just sort of thinking about the re- more recent strikers. I think Aubameyang and Giroud and Lacazette, and you like Aubameyang sort of better than the those. You sort of forget about the early stages and sort of. I think Van Persie is a great shout. I think he goes in. You can really tell we did our research for this one as well because we'd all <laughs> forgotten about Van Persie. Yeah, it was... Well, I didn't. No. No, no you um, didn't. I think that's a solid team. Is there any sort of one that we've missed out here that you think almost that deserves a warrant to mention? Because I know we've spoken about sort of Ramsey was great and Haleb Rosicki, Bamiang maybe, but is there anyone there that you sort of think you really enjoyed watching, you thought was absolute quality and so none of us have oh, really spoken about. I think I think that's different because that's 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 part of the one to eleven, isn't it? Like I absolutely loved watching Podolski. But yeah. uh if you've got Alexis on the left, Podolski's not as good as Alexis was. I mean that's that's almost like being our problem. We've got we sort of supposedly have had really gifted players, but we've sort of we had a lot of good players at the same time. We've never really had a consistent bring through and now we're sort of almost getting that sort of young team again. Um, yeah. which is exciting to see, obviously. So yeah, I mean, I'm sure if people listening in five years will add Saka and Smith Rowe into that, I'm sure. Um, Maybe in three, four years' time, you could put them in the conversation. Yeah, exactly. After after we've won the Champions League, lads, let's think. Oh, let's think good. Imagine. <laughs> so just to run through our team again, we've gone for Wojciech Szczesny in goal, Bakru Sanya, Lauren Koscielny, Thomas Marlin, and Gail Clichy, Santi Casola, Seth Fabregas, Meza Özil. Theo Walcott, Alexis Sanchez and Robin Van Persie is our collective best team of the Emirates era. Uh, so it's been fun. What do you want to do next? What What is our next sort of discussion, debate episode going to be? Sort of, let's so hear what, some, what do the people listening want to hear? What do you want to see? I think we've sort of spoken about worst Emirates 11. If that's not too... I feel like that's too toxic. We can't do is that. that too toxic. Um, best goal, best five goals of the em- best three goals of the Emirates era. Um, but let us know what you sort of you want us to d- discuss and debate. I reckon, I reckon top ten Arsenal kits would be a good best series. Kit. Yeah, we'll do. It. Should we do a tier list? Should we do a kit tier, tier list of kits? Yeah, let's let's get some tier lists in. Let's get some tier lists yeah, on, on, on a podcast. Yeah, no, on the YouTube channel. On the, YouTube, on the channel. YouTube channel, we'll do we'll do a kit tier we'll list. Do, we'll do a tier list. So. That, that's that's some of the content you can expect. We'll be back with a proper grind. Everyone's back at uni now. Well, me and Dan, Ben's working. We're all sort of getting back on that grind. Um, 
we will have a match preview. Oh, we're in the international break, aren't we? So we will have a preview for who's our next game, Palace, um, in about a week or so's time, week and a half's time. Um, and that's just support support Arsenal representatives during the international break. Let's hope Bakaya maybe gets some minutes, but he deserves a rest as well, I think. So, Ramsdale too. Ramsdale, let's hope he gets some minutes. It's a bit disappointing. No injuries, please. In that squad. Weren't you? Uh, yeah, I mean, given Connor Cody went, I was a bit surprised. But um, I'm not unhappy about it. I think that it'll be good for... Because uh, I don't think Gabrielle's... Was Gabrielle caught up? I didn't see. Eh? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, from from memory, I haven't seen anything about it, which means that at least Gabrielle and White can have some, you know, more training together. Uh, I they, think... looked, they looked they looked okay, but they looked like they could do with a bit more chance to, you know, gel as a as a back back two, I suppose. I would also say though, you could argue, have they been properly tested yet? I mean, we've had some tough tests, but even the North London derby, like. We didn't really get put under on our on our heels with Tottenham in the yeah. second half. They just kind of pushed forwards. We let them have the ball, and then we tried to defend and sturdy up and show some still. But unfortunately, they managed to get one through, which you can't really blame the centre backs for. But I don't know. You could you could argue yeah. have they been properly yeah, tested I mean, yet? So when we play like a day. Liverpool or a Manchester City, we'll then see our defensive unit properly tested, which I'm excited to see. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, they can only play against what's in front of them, can't they? And it's a case of they're going to be our centre back, our first row centre back pairing for the yeah for the rest of the season at least until Saliba comes back. So mm. the more chance they get to play together and get to know each other and you know learn about how each other plays, the better, really. Who do you take out when Saliba comes back? Just out of interest. Well, that's a whole another conversation that I'm not sure the answer to. I mean, I'm, to, sure, yeah. I'm sure it comes to a point where you you, you play back three. Oh no! Yeah, no, then you take not. out Tommy Yassi, <laughs> who we just bought. I couldn't see that happening, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I'm, I'm, yeah, I reckon. I reckon they'll keep the same one for a season. You'll have, sort of have Saliba in as a sort of third choice ahead of holding Chambers and Mary. Mary, like one of the like one or two of those would go. Uh, I do. I deal with um. Mavropanos, that is an obligation to buy, right? Option, I think. I'm sure it's an option to buy. I'm pretty sure it's an obligation because I'd love to see him come back. But then it's also like, where he, where does he fit in? Well, he's he's played in the three at the back for all of his career in Stoke. Yeah. So, well, did you see um, the goal he scored the other day? Cut in from the from the right hand side like a seasoned winger. Oh, okay, that's cool. We need a left winger. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, we we no, we we've well. We, got we have a purchase obligation of €3 million Euros if they stay up. €3 million for Mavropanos? No, so £2.5 million pound if Stuttgart stay in the Bundesliga this season. They have to buy him. That's another Sven Mislintat deal yeah. for them, Stuttgart, mm-hmm. isn't it? Because he's, he's there now, isn't he? I Although, think. technically, I think we still make profit on him, don't we? Because we signed him for two. Oh, it's, it's we could if we were Liverpool, we'd be selling him for 25 realistically. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah, well... If right. we were Liverpool, we'd have a few more trophies as well. So. <laughs> True. Uh, that is it for this episode. We, we will be back again during the international break. We'll get a couple of bits out for you. As I said, we'll have a preview ahead of the game against Palace. And then we've got, what, Leeds and then Leeds in the cup. Then we've got, so we'll have a lot of content we've for got, you. We've got Palace, then Villa, then Leeds. Palace, Villa, Leeds is our next three games after the international break. 
unless if we carry this run on and sort of get build keep building the momentum, we will have a lot of content for you. We promise we will, we are all back in back in the moment now, sort of or got a bit more free time. Uh, so thank you for listening. Make sure to like, subscribe, comment, share. Um, let us know your thoughts, what you want to see from us next on one of these sort of debate discussion points. Uh, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Find more great shows or join the team at sport-social.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network.